Woo! Thanks, guys. Another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm one yes. of your hosts, my co-host. Graham K. How's it going, everybody? We're, this is our first ever um, multi-camera shoot. You're just doing that because it's my turn to edit, and oh, now I'm yeah. going to have to do Yeah, it. all right. I mean, <laughs> don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, we got two cameras set up. We got lights. We got giant real film lights set up. This is very exciting. You guys probably can't can't tell the difference at all. The difference at all, but um, we got it. We're doing it. We're doing it. I feel like this uh, podcast is a is a slow, slow, slow burn. At the end of the podcast, it's going to be great. We have great lighting. We'll have a desk set up. Yeah, when we're fifty five years yeah, old, exactly. And yeah, and, and it'll we'll turn it into an Alzheimer's podcast. Sure, about my life, yeah. forgetting everything, forgetting my son <laughs> with autism. Um, this is your comedian's guide to autism. And uh, how's your week this week? How's Pete doing? My week was good. Um, you know, it's uh, Peter. Good news on the Peter front. There's two things I want to talk about Ooh. with regards to Peter. Number one is he emailed his the guy who helps him find jobs at job placements. Job placements. They're very good at um, Live Work Play, which is an organization up in Ottawa. And they were like trying to, you know, they they redid his resume and all this mm. business and. But it looks like he's going to get his old job back. Things are starting Ooh, to open up. Canada has, has overs, yeah, the banquet placement, um, as Peter calls it. Canada has all over 70% vaccination right now. Everyone's getting vaccinated. And so things are starting to, things like concert halls and uh, banquet halls are starting to open up again. And um, yeah, so it's it's really good. Uh, he's very, very excited to get back to work. It'll probably won't be for another few months, but nice. it's really good news. Yeah. Um, and he's very excited. Uh, he hasn't been calling me as much, so things are good when Pete's not calling. Uh, who knows how many emails he's firing off to people I told him not to email too much. You, you 31 people everywhere. What is this? No, you 31? To all 33 of yourselves. Yourselves. That's it. Um, so who knows? Also, I gave him some new movies to watch. A good, like a nice list of movies. Um, if you guys can think of any movies in the "Dude, Where's My Car?" Saving Silverman um, realm, and forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgetting, very funny. I don't know if he likes that one. <gasps> it's a little too confusing for him. Okay. Um, it's a little too adult. Dude, where's my car? Is like a cartoon, live action cartoon. Oh. Uh, so anyway, I gave him. I I tried to think of movies, and he has not looked at any of them. But he every two years he watches all the Spider Mans back to back, and he watches all of the Star Wars back to back. Not in the same year. Last year was Star Wars. This year was Spider Man. So he just. We, I think he just finished the Spider-Man Film Festival, like six of the movies. So then he gives them a two-year break. He's like, Graham, I think we should give them a two-year break so they don't get old. I'm like, that's great. That's a good idea. But you don't have a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> I mean, we all watch Netflix. Every one of us is, by the, at, you know, by this point in the pandemic, we are at the end of Netflix. Seen everything. So I'm on the Spanish level. Uh, I'm doing all Spanish movies now. Lucky guy. Yeah. 
I'm on uh, North Korean right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got on the dark web for that. And um, the leader is great. But anyway. Um, That's the name of his streaming service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come uh, out to North Korea. The leader's great. He's got the best <laughs> stuff. Just a, just a one picture of a guy just standing there. He looks great. It's all look food like shows. Him just making horrible food and everyone going, this is great. It's terrific. Him playing basketball. <laughs> that is one of my favorite scenes of, uh, of that movie. That the, the, what's that movie called with, with uh, Seth Rogen about North Korea? Oh, man. The interview. Oh, yeah. The, the basketball scene's so dumb. They've lowered the rims like eight feet and they're dunking on each other. <laughs> I haven't seen it. You haven't seen that? I support North Korea. Clearly. Um, I tell everybody that. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so movie recommendations for Peter. Movie recommendations All for right. Peter. He's, he needs stuff to watch. And okay. um, also, okay. I am working on a joke about Peter that is not going well. And I think it's because <laughs> people can't relate. Like, there is... A one of the the things we, we 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 one of the games we like to pretend games of pretend that Peter and I do is uh, Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street. I remember. He's like, "Hey, Bert," and I go, "Hey, Ernie." It's very cute. And another one we've been doing for twenty years, and for the past five or so years, I've been trying to tell get him to stop. Is Apu from The Simpsons? Right, I remember this too. And and Apu's brother Sanjay. And I forget. I think I'm Sanjay in the game. And I, you know, I've explained to Peter multiple times. I mean, look, man. It's 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 you know racist and it's politically incorrect and we could be hurting people if they hear us. Right. And he's like, all right. But then he, he, he forgets. He forgets <laughs> and he does it in public. And he slips right back into and it. I gotta do, and I got to do, and he'll have a fit if I don't do it. So I have to be like surreptitiously racist. And then sometimes people will catch us doing these voices <laughs> and they'll glare at us as well they should. And I'll walk up to them and be like, look, I know, I know it doesn't seem this way, but this is actually a pretty cute hate crime. <laughs> So you're saying this joke doesn't work. Yeah, if I was to explain <laughs> it to you, you would think it's pretty cute. This reminds me of Forrest Gump when he describes who he's named after. And he's like, oh, I was named after somebody who put on sheets and he galloped around and they cut to him as a Klansman. You remember that part of Forrest Gump? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> the very beginning. I guess he's named after a famous yeah, f- f- clans, uh, clan member who, who started the clan. You're like, oh, great. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> A great movie still makes you cry if you watch that movie. I was gonna say now this is I don't need to be insensitive, but Forrest Gump's a great movie. They don't specifically say what ails the lead. Uh, You know there is a scene, a famous scene where he goes, "This is normal," you know, ninety percent IQ, and this is where he's right below. And then you know the mom's like, "Well, what is normal?" But like, would Peter like a movie like that, or would he find it? condescending mm. or insulting or would he connect with her or would he feel gypped like listen I've got things that don't go well and I haven't met the president three times that's a really good question 
I would like to watch it with him and see what he thinks. I have no idea. Because in some ways, I mean, I don't know, I'm not casting aspersions on either of them, but it's like in some ways, Peter knows he's not, you know. I mean, he absolutely knows. Yeah. He, he's very aware of it. But he'll say stuff like, even though I have a disability, I don't think it's that big of a disadvantage for me. Right. Well, I mean, that's... Which it's a, it, it, it is a huge disadvantage, but right. he has the right attitude. Yeah, you can't... You can't, you can't act like it does. It doesn't help you just to play the victim, no. Peter has zero victim mentality, and he is an extremely hard worker. And he's disciplined. Yeah. He really is. You give him a task, that guy does it. And he, he doesn't think about, oh, I have autism, I can't do this. He knows that, like, I should not drive a car. Yeah. He doesn't want to drive a car. But it's like, can you take the bus across town? He'll be like, okay, I'll, I'll, how, which, which, where do I go? And you like the C to the D or whatever. And, yeah. like the, and you're like, okay, okay. Because, you know, thinking about, uh, the back to the movie, but it's like, he knows he has. He goes, I, you know, there's several scenes where he goes, I know I'm different. And then when he has a kid, he's like, is he smart or is he like me? He asks for SS, you know, so he's, he's cognizant that he's not smart. For SS? What's that? You just said for SS? Forrest asks. Oh, Forrest oh, asks. Sorry, Forrest, yeah, because yeah. he asked Jenny, like, uh, is he smart or is he like me? So like, clearly he knows. Yes, yes. You know. Yeah, he knows. I wonder if Peter would ask in that scenario. He would, might ask. He, I think he would ask. Yeah. I don't know if Peter, going back to your original question, if he would find it condescending. He might... He might love it. I'm actually really curious. I'd like to watch it with him when I go home. I, you know, I'm just one man's opinion. I have no idea of anything, but I, I don't find it condescending towards dis the disabled at all. It's like I find it like a guy lives his life, he does his best. Things line up for him, like you know, it's a movie, so like things don't line up for people. Like, but it's just like he's doing his best, you know. I, I yeah it, it this is actually a good little thing we stumbled on here a little post-mortem review flashback review on Forrest Gump would it hold up and I think it does I've seen it a dozen times Me it still too. holds up fine you have a, a nonverbal son with autism I have a brother with autism we're both you know we both love very much I remember my the day my mother came back from the theater when they watched it when it, in the early 90s when it was in the theater and I I was you know, 12 or something, taking care of Peter while they went to the theater and did God knows what. Uh, <laughs> and just having a nice dinner. And, um, and, and then uh, she came home and, and I asked her how the movie was and she just started crying. She loved it. That, she yeah. loved it so much. And I'm getting welled up thinking about it, you know, cause it, it, it's not condescending it's empowering and it's it's there's love it's like it's you know you love Forrest Gump well he f you feel like you don't feel like one of the biggest things I have struggles I have with my son is I feel like he's missing out on love he's missing out on partnership he's missing out on all these things Forrest isn't missing out on he does his job he retires he does this he does it's this. empowering he has a kid it's an he empowering has a wife, movie he has a, now Jenny's one of the worst characters of all time she goes out and dumps him like 10 times and then well, has Jenny's looking out for consent. herself for God's yeah. sake 
then has his baby without his consent and it does kind of tricks him whatever anyway but uh i don't feel like it's negative to him at all i think he was pretty happy to finally make out with jenny i don't think he if she had asked him do you want to have a kid with me she said yes well that that is a little murky i suppose even but the part where she's like you didn't do anything wrong because he feels weird yeah I mean, this sounds a little whatever, but I would kill for JJ to live a life like that. And I don't mean a life of success, <laughs> but to be able to join the army, to be able to like... I wouldn't want JJ, JJ in the army. Well, People with disabilities should not be in well, the army. Well, okay. First of all, like the Marines, usually they train you to kill army. There's like engineers. You can do a lot of stuff in the army. You can be a prep cook. You can be like... You could, you could do something. Okay. Yeah, you'd learn to fight a gun, fire a gun. That's true. But it's like... A lot of danger of these... Jerks putting him in the front line using me as yeah, fodder. I guess that's true, but we have a lot of family. My family in the, air, in the military, and it's like there are the Marines for the most part, and the SEALs and the, all that. If but he could be a prep cook on a could, like, on, on, on a boat, be a mechanic, you can be a uh, I I you know you can be a you know if you're in the Air Force, mostly you're, you're not jumping out of planes. Whatever you're, you're it is, mechanic, a job. Helicopter. He has yeah. a job that means something. And he has a job and yeah. steady and time and structure. and. Yes, of course. Yes, that would be a really nice thing for JJ to be. And um, that's sort of what it we're... It just serves society. Yes, of course. That's what we're trying to do with Peter. We're probably not going to get there. I don't think he'll ever be a taxpayer but here's the thing, is if someone gave him a chance, if he could find some jobs that were 40 hours a week, I don't know if he has the stamina for it. He could be a taxpayer. If he worked in a laundromat. Well, there's nothing magical just, about 40. He could do 30, 32, whatever it takes to be a full-time plug. Yeah, by pay, he's, his house is paid, paid for. My parents bought him a place. So, if, if he just folds laundry, I mean, can you imagine him at just... Honestly, we were talking about this before the podcast. Little, uh, maybe it is possible. Maybe we're selling him. Maybe, we're, maybe we need to get Liver Clay to find him a full-time job. Yeah, because we were talking about this before. I've made it in show business. No Netflix special. Have my own washing machine in unit. And we're talking about how much you love just dropping it off. I mean, he could for sure do a version of that job where somebody drops him off the laundry at a laundromat and he washes it and folds it. Yep. Separates out the colors or whatever. I don't know what you do, but, you know, adds a softener, adds a little bleach or whatever. I mean, honestly, I think he'd love a version of that job. Yeah. Laundry is one of his main things. Mm hmm. You know, and you have a little Netflix going in the background. That's what they do with all the laundromats. They got a little something going on in the background. Yeah. Yeah. You got a little AM, you listen to your Howard Stern or whatever. and uh, AM, Howard Stern. How old are you? I'm old. <laughs> that nighttime, you watch Walter Cronkite. He's the uh, voice of America. Uh, listen, I didn't say Rush Limbaugh, at least. Yeah. That's how old I am. Oh, he passed, too. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Man, I am old. Mm -hmm. It's always yep. good when the older references you think have already gone. Gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think he could do a version of that. I don't think, I don't, I, I want to, we want to, we want to follow up on what he thinks of that movie. I mean, borders are opened up now. I can go visit. I'm going to go probably with my girlfriend in 
Americans are allowed on August 7th to come to Canada, but the Canadian border guards are going to go on strike and leverage their power. <laughs> so it might have to be a little later, but uh, going to go up and uh, in the summer, late summer. And uh, watch. I'll, that'll be one of the things I'll try and do is watch Forrest Gump with Peter. And 75% chance he'll get sleepy and ask us to turn it off. Twenty five percent chance he watches it all and ten percent chance he loves it. You could also do an intermission. It's a long movie. You could do like we could do it an inter- hour and a half tonight, an hour and a half tomorrow. We could do an intermission, but I I mean a lot of these movies I suggest after the first ten minutes, I'll be like, how how how'd you like the movie? He's like, Well, it was okay. It just made my eyes get very sleepy, and I and I fell asleep. <laughs> well, one of the and this is I feel like this episode's turning into a review of this movie. But one of the reasons the movie's so good is it works on all sorts of levels. Mm-hmm. It does work on the Forrest Gump level. It works on his level. Like I want you to do this, then I want you to do this, then I want you to do this, then I want you to do this. Yeah. You know, and now if you look at it a little deeper, it's talking about the difference between predestination and free will, and. You know, if it's desk, what what doesn't matter? But if it's like, but that's not what he's getting out of it. You know, Forrest, he's just living his life. The movie holds up. We, it holds we're up. We're always interested for your uh, insights and reviews, and uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, what? How's JJ doing? Good. I. Um, I had a talk with uh, his uncle, his mom's brother, about, uh, I couldn't remember. I was like, when did you start losing your hair? It just, it always trips me out to see him losing his hair a little bit. So and we had a he's, talk yesterday he's the Sri Lankan man. Yes. And does he live in Sweden? Sri Lanka, yeah. Sri Lanka. He lives yeah, in Sri Lanka. Yep, yep, yep. Candy up in the, kind of in the middle. Candy with a K, it's spelled. Uh, kind of like Kamloops with a K up in Canada. That's right. Or, uh, you got it. K- K- uh, Kelowna? Kelowna with a K. Yeah, did some crazy gigs up there. Good references. Um, Go Blazers. <laughs> There's a crazy show called Dirty Jersey. That's the name of the show. <laughs> Weird. Um, but yeah, that's... that's Kelowna Rockets, Kamloops Blazers. The hockey teams? Western Hockey League, junior. Okay. That was your dream at one point, I'm guessing. Yep. You would have killed to be the goalie for those guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would have been a teenage king <laughs> of one of those towns. Yeah. Yeah. You dated the prettiest girl in town. I would have. I would have definitely had sex before I was uh, 20. <laughs> would have been great. Uh, yes. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Do you look back on things and go, oh, I wish I... I don't know. I don't, I don't look back on things. No, I'm really happy. My, I, my, the way I've... We're getting off topic, but no. I'm happy with the way things turned out. I would um, not have been as funny if I was the king of a small town as a teenager. You I would been, not have had to develop a, a sense of humor. You might have been a bully. Yeah, you're a big man. I might have been a bully. Yeah, um, I'm too kind to be a bully, actually. But uh, what were we talking about? Oh, he's losing his hair. So that that's that always like these little calls. I have them every day. I'm always like, wow. Is it, it just, uh, but I think he's doing good. You know, the calls. So what do you say? Same oh, age. Yeah. So he said no. He started. He's at thirty. He was. His hair was gone. So it's a little early. JJ's like twenty-two. Tw- yeah. It's a little early. He's got a lot of tea. A lot of testosterone. Yeah, maybe. 
That's what it is, right? That's what they say. Yeah. That's why mine's so great. Low T, I guess. Low T. I, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I still like to fight, so I don't know. No, you have a lot of low. testosterone. <laughs> you don't have an excess. It's like a crazy amount. Yeah. Um, if you look at all the ultimate fighter commentators and uh, a lot of the fighters, they're bald. There is a lot of them. That are they're bald. all bald. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, guys, I want to fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you look at like, not all of them. I mean, you look at, uh, well, we're way off topic now, but uh, McGregor's not bald. And then there's guys that's like, there's ringers that are like not bald. Mm-hmm. What's the guy from Azerbaijan who retired, wherever he's from? Yeah. He's not bald. No. Well, guys, I don't know. So I don't know. It's not a steadfast rule. No, I, no. I just all the all all the winners right now are not. So I don't know what's happening. And the guy from Louisiana who just beat McGregor, he's not bald either. What's his name? Jeez, Louise. This is a podcast about what's his name. We should call this. What's his name? Who is that? He's got a very French Canadian name, Acadian. So they have very they're they're come from the same uh, part what of the Canada. What's his name? Yeah, yeah he's, doesn't matter. He's great. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So we had a call. Trying to figure out cruiser com- cruises are coming back. I'm going to cruise next week. If you're, in, if you're thinking about going to Alaska next week on Carnival, say hi to me. Uh, I will be on that cruise. But um, so I'm trying to schedule some another trip out to see him, probably in October. And then uh, yeah, I've got a few other little family obligations coming up that uh, I shouldn't discuss. But uh, yeah, so trying to trying to coordinate the summer. So I don't. I think somebody was telling me once, if you don't feel guilty as a parent, you're not doing it right, which somehow rings true. Like it doesn't matter what you do. Uh, it's always like a little bit where you're like, yeah, uh, I could have done this. I could have done that. Like what? <sighs> a thousand things. Like with him, um, his the aides are switching over this summer, so S- Sweden is like. Uh, they get six weeks, six weeks vacation, which is, you know, a sizable vacation. And so his maid aid is transitioning. And I feel like I wouldn't, I'd, I would love to be more involved in how the selection works for the different people. But it's like, there's limits to what they want, how involved they want me to be and the input they're willing to receive. And there's a language barrier. So sometimes you know, it's a clear language barrier. So just because I can't understand what's happening doesn't mean, you know, it's a big insight for people when they realize that uh, when they go to a foreign country and they try to speak the language and they don't speak it well, and then you realize, oh, I sound like I'm an idiot yeah, because I don't speak the language, but I'm not an idiot. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, there's a, somebody sent me a meme, a friend of mine who's not American, of, uh, of Sofia Vergata on that, that show, Modern Family. She's like, do you know how smart I am in my language? Which always makes me think of his aides. Like these ladies could be like very smart. Ah. Their English isn't fast. But like, yeah, I live in the north of Sweden. I, why does my English have to be good? Like, yeah, you are here. You should speak Swedish. So, yeah, that always gives me some 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 trepidation about trying to be too involved in the selection of his aides and that kind of stuff. But that stuff makes me feel weird. You know, it's going to be different people assigned. And there's so many people like assigned that come through because the house will have 20 workers. Because if you work in eight hour shifts or 10 hour shifts and you got three a day or at least two a day. And why is he in the north of Sweden? Why isn't he in Stockholm or something? Because at the time, that's what his mom wanted to. She she had one cousin who lived there. That's not true. There's two families that live there of her cousins. One of them died. And one of them just died. The main one that she was like, oh, this would be good because he's there. Well, he just died. 
and his widow who's you know 50 no 60 she's moving down to stockholm so like that's that's another thing like it's it's way up there but yeah well it's a good facility it's a great facility he's doing great and that does provide me some some comfort the, like the aides are going to switch the summer but his bedroom's not switching it's the same bedroom in the same house same car same computer same laptop same schedule so, they're switching for good or just the summer just the summer oh that's fine yeah but every summer i get a little anxious about it does he every summer does he have a bad uh response well again you're going back to the feedback from the aides that you don't know as well so it's like does he <laughs> right so it's like right that's the part that makes me feel a little not great gotcha huh well i feel like a lot of parenting those you're just doing the best you can yeah is it ideal no is yeah it, is the best i can do right now yes i don't Kinda know like I, these lights is it the best we could do right now yes is it perfect no <laughs> we broke one right off the bat well it broke and we went i went, i bought like a, a set for 150 bucks off amazon Quit bragging so much probably should have been <laughs> 500 and uh, one of them just showed up broken but i can't return it because it's been a year and a half since i bought it that sounds about right but they're pretty professional looking lights they're like two giant light boxes on giant stands that kind of gets us to our next point, guys. If you uh, would like to support us, uh, we picked up another supporter this week. Patreon.com slash Autastic. Your money does go towards things like lights or cameras or phone. What is this called? Microphones. Microphones. I need a we new. We need one more camera. We'd li- it'd be nice to have it. It'd be nice to have a three camera shoot for an establishing shot. There's a thousand things would be great to have. So, yeah, if you yeah. want to support us. Also, you can follow me on Kirk Smith Comedy on all your social media. Instagram, that's the main one right now. Instagram, Facebook, and... Uh, yeah, Instagram. I'm on tour this fall. Go ahead, Graham. You done? I think so. I've got... Oh, I buried the lead. Guys, I have a new book that's out. I should have said this off the top. Is anybody even listening still? Unbelievable. Guys, uh, you can pre-order my book on my website, Kirk Smith Comedy. Uh, it looks like this. It's the best thing I've ever written. If you liked my first book, Rice Krispies with Ketchup. Moving, baby. <laughs> you... Check it out. Kirk Smith. Look at that design. Stuff moving all over and stuff. He's off mic right now, but he's saying it's a good design and it, that you're going to like it. And, uh, yeah, it's a picture of me and my mom on the back. And, uh, yeah. I. If you, if you want to support me, you can buy it on my website. And there's also e-copies I will send you if you prefer to have it. An e-copy that you could download your phone or your, your, your little reading device. Kirk Smith Comedian is my website. He wrote this over the pandemic. He really worked his little tush off. I know. This was like a lot of work. Yeah. This was a lot of work. Grant, Good for you. Congrats. Thanks, man. I did tell you what's going on with me. Do you want to read an article now? Well, I think we're done, aren't we? Yeah, I think we, have, we, we did a podcast. We'll save the article for next week. We can do the article next week. We're almost at 30 minutes. I think 30 minutes of us is like... That's, it's enough. That's enough. People are like, we get it. You know what? Today, we were like, we're going to need maybe two articles. We don't have a good week in review. But I think this was a good one. I'm curious to see. I want the feedback on... You could even watch it simultaneously. I don't know if that would work with him, but watch it on FaceTime. You watch it and you FaceTime and... 
Oh, feedback with Peter watching Forrest mm-hmm. Gump. Yeah. I think that might be a good idea. I'm going to have to ask him. Uh, but yeah. And we've got another review coming up next week, hopefully. Not next week. Next month of a new autism show we want to review. If you have recommendations for us, as always, please send them to us. AutisticPodcast at gmail.com. If you're watching us on YouTube, please click that subscribe button and like a little comment. Sure. Hey guys, love oh, Graham oh, Shorts. He's a very sexy man. Oh, Anything. Can I promote my my yes. my tour? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. God, it's all about himself. I said, "What are you doing?" And you were like pushing it back to me. You're like, "How you do? What are you doing this week? Like, week in review or something?" Anyway, <laughs> I was like, "I just did one." Um, anyway, I in August twentieth and twenty first. I will be at the Denver Comedy Lounge in Denver, Colorado, August 2021. You can get tickets at grahamk.com. That's my website. Uh, there's also other shows on there, and I got all my New York shows on there, too. Um, I got, I'm going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina coming up. I'm going to be in St. Louis coming up. I'm going to be in Louisville, Kentucky Ooh. coming up. Um yeah, so those are the things. Oh, I'm going to be outside Detroit in December. Yeah, Comedy Castle. That'll be fun. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Albert, uh, Ann Arbor, right? It's not in Ann Arbor. It's in... Uh, oh, I'm thinking it was in Ann Arbor. I'm thinking it might else. be in Ann Arbor. Anyway. I could be wrong. GrahamK.com. I'm all over. I'm out on cruises this year for, you know, I guess. Oh, I'm going to be opening up for Nate Bargatze a bunch this year. So you can check that out in um, October. In November, I'm going to be in all over uh, Washington State for the Seattle Comedy Competition. I'm going to be hosting the finals for uh, 10 days. That's going to be fun. John Fox. Old Foxy. Foxy man. Um, Runs it. That's the guy who runs it. That's that's not his stage name. Yeah. Uh, Graham, the old fox. Yeah. (laughs) God, he's an old fox. Um, Anyway, thanks so much for listening, guys. That's it. We appreciate it. Have a great week, guys. You can do it.